0: So that's the dirt I turn down the volume on Dick and Bird Fuck Dick and Bird Fuck Dick and Bird St. Paul admitting The law and life And hitting rock bottom Drugs in the XY Fuck Dick and Bird Fuck Dick and Bird Bird Fuck, fuck Dick
1: Albert.
2: Shit. Hello and welcome to this little thing we call Minnesota Foul Play by Play. I'm your host, Anthony Variano. I'm joined by the brothers Haas, as usual, Michael and Bradley. Boys, how we doing? Good.
3: Oh, just-
2: just fucking happy to
1: have one of my idols on the show, Tony.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're joined by the uh the maker of our theme music, uh, formerly of the lone boners, currently of the callers, and a little project called Nova. You can find his stuff on Spotify. It's Tyler Culver. Thank you for joining
0: hey. us, Tyler. Hey. Wearing What's up, a throwback
2: dudes? pocket uniform, I like it, beautiful. Hey. Nice.
0: You sent it to me, gracious guy, you know, gave me oh, a pocket Oh, gracious jersey. guy.
2: You know, I got a replacement from China coming for that one, actually. There you go. It already got go. shipped, by the hey, way, Mike. So They can't yeah.
0: trade pocket. No. You'll be good with that forever. It's the
2: only one in my closet with a name on it that actually ended up a twin. <laughs> Lived and died that's a that's twin. <laughs> Mike's trying to lose some weight, so he's got himself in clothes that he wore 16 years ago today.
0: Hey, that's a beautiful collar shirt back in the day from the old oh, Hooligan's back. Autos
2: from fucking Culver and Ecker. Autographs. Oh. I mean, yes. you don't throw something like that out. I put it on eBay and nobody can buy it. <laughs> okay. That's well, cool. uh, well, th- we're doing this show to talk about Twins Fest because I went to my first Twins Fest. Has any of you have any of you ever gone to Twins Fest before? Okay, so no. I'll tell the whole story, but first we gotta talk about the Minnesota Wild who are basically undefeated. Well, they are undefeated on Hockey Day, Minnesota, according to Anthony LaPanta, 13-0. and 0. Uh, They won an overtime – or in a shootout last night, and they've won their last three Hockey Day, Minnesota games in a shootout or in overtime. And <sighs> the surprising thing to me was how easy they made the shootout look. I mean – Kaprizov was, was crazy. Right off like, the butt of the <laughs> the goalie off the top bar, yeah. Dude. Dude. Matt Zuccarello scored maybe the easiest shootout goal I've ever seen. I mean, he just faked that goalie right out of his skates. Uh, And then uh, Goudreau with the final one. I mean, and then Flurry just has to make one save in his game. Uh, Your thoughts on the Wild? They're one point uh, ahead of Colorado for the third seed in the division, and they got to stay there because the Wild card is way too uh, competitive. They're five points behind Winnipeg, though, with three games in hand. So, I mean, they're not out of the second spot
3: either. No, the wild card's tough. I mean it I I don't want to see him play there at all. I mean they just gotta keep grinding, man. Like it
2: get a point in every like, game, like you say, and you're in the playoffs, right, Brad?
3: Yeah, exactly. I mean it's it's frustrating. Like I I don't just they just frustrate me. I bet on them too much and they yeah. don't fucking <laughs> You
2: you take them to win by two too often is what your problem is.
3: No, I just take them to win and fucking regular time and they go to overtime so Ah, it's like a catch 22 man it's yeah they win but i lose (laughs)
1: love that book
3: (laughs) (laughs) culver you been keeping track of the wild
2: this year
0: no no i i need to get into hockey that's uh, one thing that i haven't yet
2: that's the team to watch in this in this town well in the twin cities they're
0: a lot of fun yeah no it's a beautiful sport i just gotta get into it
2: It is the beautiful sport. Soccer can, as Brad says, eat a
0: dick.
1: (laughs) Oh, 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 whoa. We got a lot of viewers in fucking Europe and South America, so I hope. uh, Oh,
2: yeah. Out of the dozen, I'm sure at least two of them might be from uh, somewhere besides the United States or Canada. Yeah. No, and Uh, how about fucking fight
1: night against the Flyers? That was fun. Oh,
2: that was fun, too.
1: But. Yeah, that was fights, three, the there were six period.
2: men in the sin bin simultaneously in that game. That was awesome.
1: No, that was fucking amazing. I was just boom, boom, boom. Sitting but... shoulder
2: to shoulder in there, no room for
1: anybody no, it, else. It,
3: it, hockey this year is crazy because, like, yesterday I had a bet slip with three games on it. Watching one of the games, I, I believe it was uh, uh, Pittsburgh, whoever the hell they played, up and down the ice. In the first six minutes, I believe they had, like, ten shots on goal each team. Yeah. Then you flip the channel over to like the Ottawa senators and the Montreal Canadians. They had like three shots on goal, the whole first period. Right. Like They're, it's just, each game is completely different. Well, it, that's teams why it's playing so completely
2: different styles of hockey too. It's, you know, if you've got the pieces to play a fast offensive game, you'll, you will have a lot of shots on goal in a short amount of time. But if you're not any good, you got to slow the game down, you know, get the puck into the corners and be physical with guys and, we we can play both ways. Like we've got lines that play physical. Uh the grief line uh with Erickson Eck. Uh Reeves. Holy cow, I just found out that Reeves has taken one penalty since he was traded over, which is just shocking to me. Uh one minor penalty. Of course, he's got a couple for fighting, which yeah. you know it doesn't count. Who's was part of the- <laughs> out fucking like against the Flyers? Yeah, that was a good fight. Anywho, shall we move on to uh Twins Fest? the yard sale sale with twins is what it what it is i mean you show up and everything's 75 percent off or they're trying to give it away and uh it's like a big mall uh basically in the guts of target field and uh, is it just
3: basically is it just basically shit that's left over from the twins themselves or giveaways
2: this was a giveaway that they had extras of this prince jacket was a giveaway that they had extras of which i don't understand like this is i got this for 10 bucks it's
0: I thought I thought it was Prius.
2: Oh yeah, here, let me turn it way cooler.
0: Prius, yeah. <laughs> nice.
2: So yeah, I picked yeah. up way too much crap. I spent way too much money. um
1: If I could lose some weight, I want to buy that fucking Prince jacket from you.
2: <laughs> okay, you got it. Twenty bucks. <laughs> that's what. That's twenty bucks. <laughs> Double up on it. My biggest win, though, while I was there was that. And I've got a whole story of why that is the best thing I got. If you are just listening to us, it's a picture of Tom Kelly managing the 1988 All-Star game with an intensity that only Tom Kelly could manage, the 1988 All-Star game. Uh, The intensity in his eyes are just like, it looks like he's... uh, managing the world series and that that's what i miss about uh major about baseball in general is just what you don't rocco
1: just sits there generally
2: most of the time <laughs> there's well yeah well even in the garden hire era we had a guy who was you know on pace to set the record for ejections in major league baseball history and that was always fun to watch i um, do miss
1: him.
2: yeah i miss his red face
1: i thought you were
3: I thought you were talking about that Vikings pennant back there. That thing's no, pretty no. sweet.
2: But yeah, that was 50 bucks. Um, uh, listed as 100 <laughs> and it came framed, so that was a pretty good pretty good That's deal. A cool pick. But here, I'll let's let's show the people what we were really there for.
0: He's going to come back <laughs> naked, guarantee it. I hope, <laughs> I hope so. So yep. I
2: was the envy of every person who uh, got autographs in that line. 300 people in line, and everybody saw when I pulled this out of my bag. Uh, it's T.I. King's T.I.'s King record, signed by Joe Maurer uh, with his walk up music that he used for, well, all of his Target Field career, I'm pretty sure. Uh, what you know. And that- so I've been wanting to get this signed by him basically since I bought the record. And. It was so funny. Like I went upstairs to where the vendors were sitting and selling stuff, uh, found Kirby Puckett's book uh, and bought the last copy they had for $5. And uh, they were selling like paint pens up there. And I was like, well, this is genius, guys. And I was like, yeah, we wish we had more of them. Uh, And I asked them, I was like, well, what, what do you think you would work well on this? And I showed them the record and their eyes were just like, God, I can't believe I never thought of that just like wow you guys are idiots like how do you not think of this is clippy
3: pocket's book in braille
2: (laughs) still too soon brad way too soon jesus christ man (laughs) Uh, no there's words yes uh so basically yeah now now you think you'd no i don't think it works for uh that's mean. That is,
0: yeah. Was, you know, a I, he's cold. my
3: favorite player. I'm sorry, you just yeah. Uh... Why are you
2: making fun of all of our favorite player? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure we all love Puckett more than anyone, and uh, have a hard time believing that he would treat a woman badly in the in the restroom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so lost, man. Oh God!
2: <laughs> okay, well, so this, um, I, this has gotten off the rails just a bit. Ah, <laughs> uh, that i saw more goddamn celebrities and i was shoulder to shoulder with jorge polanco i stand in line for joe mauer's autograph uh i high-fived tony oliva while he was driving by on a on a golf cart um uh, matt walner louis varlin bailey over they all passed by me uh pretty sure pablo lopez was in the area because somebody welcomed somebody to minnesota and i imagine it had to have been pablo um how big's
1: Walner in real life
2: They're all big. They're all much bigger than you'd think they are. Like, they tower above you. Jorge is actually about like regular person size, you know. I was looking, you know, right at his very wide eyes. Uh, So, (laughs) yeah, he's not much taller than me, probably a couple inches taller than me. Um, But there's just something special about the moment. Like, I spent probably $200 while I was at Twins Fest yesterday, and it was all worth it in the 30 seconds that I was at that table with Joe Maurer and saw his face when. He got to sign this. And I felt like he remembered the last time I presented it to him at Dick's uh, uh, sporting goods, Dick's house of sport. And uh, yeah, it was just, that's, that's what I live for is like, that's (laughs) why you throw flowers at Marc Andre Fleury during his debut is just the look on his face. That's
3: no Tony.
2: You're completely
3: right. Um, It would back in like early two thousands. When I went to a Vikings game, I was wearing my 1984 national championship Bobcat shirt and Joey Thomas cornerback who played for msu i stood by the tunnel waiting for him to walk out and i was like as soon as i saw him coming out i was like joey fuck the grizz and he looks up gives me a high five and shit like it's it's little shit like that that there's no video of it there's no pictures but it's just shit like that that you remember Yeah, with these professional players, that's cool. So, like that, I bet Joe was just like, "Dude, this guy's kind of pretty freaking cool, man." Oh, next year (laughs) I'm going back and I'm
2: bringing the single. I I already have it ordered. I got it on Discogs yesterday for sixteen bucks. So next, I'll be going. I'll be a regular Twins fest now. I'll get at least one autograph. Like, you know, expensive though. Like forty dollars to stand in line to mate to get an autograph is a lot of money. But
3: it is kind of bullshit. Like I think I'm mad to pay that type of money, but. I think it would be fun. I honestly do. I wish it was sometime other than, you know, the end of January where it's colder than shit. Yeah. Yeah. What I mean, what else are you going to do it? It's supposed to get people, you know, worked up and
2: buy season tickets to the twins. That's the whole idea. (laughs) And buy all the merchandise they want to get rid of. You notice everything that was like Minnie and Polly, the the old sign that they're having revamped, um, was on sale for 75% off. So, like, all that gear was just going out the door because they plan on, you know, filling up the shop with new stuff.
3: You no, know, I, I think that should be a bucket list for everybody. I think that seems fun. I mean.
2: Yeah, it was all right. I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I did. Let's just say that. But with that, we're here with Tyler to talk about walk-up songs. And we. this is probably going to be my favorite segment ever. Um, so we all have a list of our favorite, I think, Twins players that uh, walk-up songs, right? Um, and then some, some songs that we'd like to see used as walk-up music in Major League Baseball. So Tyler... With that said, why don't you take us away?
0: Well, I mean, we all have our issues with the old cat man, right? But London Calling. Oh, yeah. I, oh, agree. My... I was gonna put that on my list too, but I that's mean, a pretty good one. Oh, it, I'm glad you threw it to me first, because I it's just it doesn't get better than that, right?
2: Uh it does. It it really <laughs> does. You know,
0: I don't know any of those other songs of Bunny Baby. Bunny oh, boy. the new ones, yeah, boy, sure. baby.
2: Or the ones in in Spanish. <laughs> They're all
0: baby something. Yeah. No, I, I think that's pretty legit. He's he's a German guy too. Like, I mean, I'm not sure if he, did he grew up in in Germany or he's just like, you he know, did, my grandma makes sausage and sauerkraut type of German.
2: I'm sure London Calling was huge in Berlin when he yeah. was a kid. But I mean, I'm sure it's just something his parents listened to that he enjoys. The same reason why I listen to a lot of the crap my dad listens to. You oh. know
0: yeah so that would get me amped i know that much it's not uh you know one of them fire songs that you go up and you're just dancing and everyone's
3: oh i i've got one for but you but the few
0: I, I i'll
2: give you my favorite of all time is mitch garber's use of shining star by earth wind and fire uh no mm. song has ever made me want to dance more and every time that song came on and he came to the plate i was i was doing my little dance like i do in our TikTok profile video <laughs>
3: is that yeah, what was playing? Score. yeah. Is that what's playing during the playoff game no no no
2: i'm pretty sure it's uh new shoes was playing uh in the playoff game in which we didn't score
3: you um, gotta mix up your dances then man you need a dance for each oh the mashed song.
2: potato is my go-to though like
0: <laughs> the mashed potato <laughs> i
2: i do disco when when mitch used to come out you know did pull out the old saturday night fever but Uh, Mike, give us one off your list of your favorite Twins walk-up music songs. Well,
1: Culver took my number one. That's your
2: number one? Really? God, I got five of them better than that.
1: Love The Clash. Uh, So I like uh, that a player is going to pay homage to one of the best bands of all time. I guess I would throw it back to my garbage music I used to listen to in high school. Uh, Josh Winders came out to Please Take Me Home by Blank too. That's a good Mm. one. So that would be back when Blink made decent music. Are
2: you seeing them uh, this year? Because I'm I'm seeing them twice.
1: I was thinking about it, and then I, I their new new single just fucking sucks.
0: I heard, so,
2: yeah, it wasn't
1: good.
0: Yeah.
1: So I, I don't know if I'm going to waste the money seeing them. Um, we'll see.
2: <laughs> I have actually I bought the ticket to go see Turnstile. Uh, I'm not really going for Blink. I'm going to see the opening act. Fair enough, Brad. Give us one off your list of top walk-up songs.
3: I, I to tell you the truth, I don't. I could. I could name one. What? <laughs> I thought you prepared <laughs> for this I, segment. Who used to? Uh, Tony. But to? Oh, no, I'll, I'll tell we, you one I would like oh. to see though. Okay. Yeah. Um, Carlos Correa. You know, he's he, he's got me dreaming of you know hoisting that trophy up. So maybe. You make my dreams by hauling oats or something when he comes up there. Like yeah. hell, yeah! Oh my like, god, yes, cool. that would
2: be great.
1: That I'm surprised with the older brother on that one.
3: Great, I am too. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm just not prepared. It's it's too early on a Sunday morning. Like <laughs> I, I'm trying to come up with a did you know right now. Oh, okay.
2: Well, we'll let you get <laughs> get to work on the did you <laughs> well, yeah. know our favorite segment. Hey, i got to um, make did you know sure
0: for you. Oh, I love it. Culver's I got it. A... Did
2: you know? Give it to us, Culver.
0: You want it now?
2: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Okay, we're going Vikings trivia here. Okay. Let's go. All right. And unfortunately, this means that uh you know, Justin Jefferson has to retire because it's just too good. He's got to stop. These numbers can't change. It's unfortunate for us, but here we go. All right. How many first downs do you think Justin Jefferson has on first down. First down on catches first on down? first down. Yep. 69. 69. <laughs> Just How this many stir- on stir- second down? 69? 69. 69. How many no on third way. down? No. 69. Way. 69. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> I'm serious.
2: That cannot be true.
0: That's Where real. You, what's your source? I believe it, He's... and that's my
3: story. <laughs> He's like me, these numbers just come from your head, man. You just I see. Oh, so <laughs> we've been doing trivia wrong my
2: whole life. It's just as long yeah. as you believe it to be true, it's true.
3: I yeah. knew those and answers. That's 2023.
0: Yep. See, my, my, my source is Dad knows it too. So, is <laughs> the football gods. Yep, yep. Hey, I there got is. a did
2: you know? Did you know Byron Buxton stopped using Mark Morrison's Return of the Mac last year? And can anyone tell me why he would do something so silly? Getting him hurt? Oh, <laughs> bad luck, I suppose, yeah. Hmm. So what's nice. his new song, Ben? I have no idea. It's not something that I'm familiar with.
3: Follow the list, Tony, and I, it's the new songs on the drive. Oh, yeah. I...
2: Because he should be using walking on broken glass by Annie Lennox. That's the joke that we
3: did in the last episode. That busted me up. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: That oh, nice teaser, bud. <laughs>
3: yeah. That was the dynamite drop in by Brad right there. Hey, you know, it, it, is, it would be funny. I mean. Oh, it would be they, hilarious. They, they should have more fun with that shit. Because, God, you imagine having that son of a bitch for a full year. Like, 81 woo, games.
2: Yeah. Woo. I mean, I'm sure you can trade – no, I bet you don't change it midseason unless it's like – yeah. I mean, if you're in a one-for-50 slump, I'm sure they'll do anything they can to get you a hit.
3: So uh, then I, I got I, – I wrote some more notes down on the Google Drive earlier this morning. So when he does indeed get injured this year and then comes back, like his first plate appearance has to be by Beyonce, Irreplaceable. like A song I've never heard, but – <laughs>
1: <laughs> it suits him so should we should we go through the
2: ones that we wanna see? Sure, uh, I could give you a bunch um I wanna see Jorge Polanco walk out to hungry eyes by Eric Carmen because uh mm. I call him Ojos Abiertos because he's got the widest eyes I've ever seen um uh, who else hungry. Oh, Joey well, I know, Gallo I know, walks out to Travis Tritt's Bible Belt for my cousin Vinny, because you know <laughs> Joey Gallo, Jerry Gallo. That's funny. Yeah, it is funny. I know.
0: I know you'd agree with me here, Tony. That uh, someone's got to use New Noise, but they refused. That just... or
2: yeah, Electra would be another one. I feel like Electra mm-hmm. sounds like it would. It would be the soundtrack, perfect soundtrack for re-entering the atmosphere. That's how I uh, describe that song.
1: No, that's uh, New Noise was on my
2: list as well. I think Duran when he. Comes out to close a oh, game.
0: That would be oh fire. shit! Yeah. Oh, that would be.
2: I was thinking oh. Duran Duran's "Rio" for Duran. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: just, it's just one of those fucking songs where freaking, it's enough for them to, or for him to walk out from center field just that, right? And then fucking just everybody goes wild, and then we start thinking
2: of fucking varsity blues. Yep. Yeah. That's fun with that. Uh, how about Ryan Jeffers or Any Reliever Walks Out to Jane by Jefferson Starship? Orange Cassidy's walk-up music. I like that song a lot. Yeah. I think it should be a reliever <laughs> because you have to – if you play it from the beginning, it takes a while to to get into. Mm-hmm. Um, many of you guys are – even Tyler, you're not pro wrestling. It, it's, the rest of mine are all pro wrestling songs, except for the next Amos or Moses to MLB to walk out to Jerry Reed's Amos Moses. Uh, because it's about a father using his son as alligator bait and it's just a great story (laughs) and a great song any others you guys want to see
1: yeah mine would uh carlos correa's walk up i'd want the cures just like heaven because it feels like heaven that we got him now yeah Mm -hmm. buxton i mean somebody's got to have prince so i'd have buxton come out to little red corvette and then uh duran if he's not getting new noise, fucking Wilson Phillips, hold on for
3: one oh, more day.
2: I, I would love to hear that played at a baseball game just in general. That would definitely get me out of my seat and singing. Absolutely.
3: Everybody it would. Everybody.
2: I think just about everyone knows every word to that song. No, that'd be awesome for the
1: Twins to make that. Our uh, What do they play at the Red Sox game? That fucking, he sings that America song. We're coming to America, but it's a different song.
2: Uh, uh, they play Neil Diamond. uh
1: yeah, that song. Yeah, that song. Minnesota <laughs> should make Wilson Phillips that song for That's Minnesota. That's the thing, though. Is
2: like they play enough Prince at every game in Minnesota. Like way too much, yeah. frankly.
1: Oh, price <laughs> first
2: bucket, now Prince. Goddamn Minnesota
1: idols, and you guys just spitting on their graves. I'm not. I'm
2: <laughs> just saying, like if you lived here, you would understand that, that I, you hear him. I I would listen to the radio for three minutes the other day, and I heard a Prince song. Like, whoa, whoa! That's taking how this it works. We're
1: we're winding this back. This is like the Flyers game. I'm taking my fucking gloves off. Prince fucking
2: out pops fucking Mariah Carey every day of the week. I just I cannot agree with that. It's not in my being. It's, <laughs> it's my soul disagrees with that wholeheartedly. Just um, true. Simply no. true.
1: It's, it's
0: just true. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> they only unfreeze her for like three months out of the year. Come on. <laughs>
2: Uh, tyler what are you working on right now in terms of musical excellence
0: oh i don't know i got got a few things in the fire we got uh the old drummer's finally moving so we're gonna get squeeze some old boner jams in
2: oh nice you're recording a a bunch of of, uh recording some right
0: some, some of the old collar stuff that's like 15 20 years old and yeah, but we all love it sounds love like it enough garbage to
2: hold on to a t-shirt for 16 years that right. no fits.
1: <laughs> hey,
0: apparently <laughs> that'll sound much better uh and then we had a another five song of the of the new stuff that we never finished so we'll be doing all that too so cool have some new new tunes for them and then the nova band that's just basically my make money band that's a you go to private parties and Bars and shit, and right. actually, like, make money for the first time in my musical career. It's 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 pretty insane. I that's didn't know it was cool. possible. Really? <laughs> I thought you just bought gear and that's it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what do you? I, I paid money for the shirt cover. That was, right. <laughs> yeah.
2: Where did that money go?
0: <laughs> Beer, probably. I don't know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> How hard is it to be in a band with kids, especially young kids?
0: well you know my wife she's in bands too so right we just we just we make it work and we you get, you get this weekend i get that weekend you get this holiday i get that one it's tough it's tough but you know you just i don't suppose because your... we we ain't quitting
2: yeah so. i don't suppose you jam at your house ever you've always you got to go somewhere yeah yeah but
0: i'm going to that's why we bought this new house we got a big ass jam room nice so, so we'll set up the area and that'll be sweet. So,
1: since you're, you're on the call, I had heard a rumor back in the day when the Callers put out my favorite record. That was back when George Bush was in office. Oh yeah, W. Bush. the good days. That that album was awesome. I had heard a rumor you guys actually got an offer from like to go on tour, like in California, like on one of these yeah. punk fest, and you guys turned that down.
0: <clears throat> well uh there was there was a, a new york tour to new york along the way shows um and before i was in the band they did which we were probably talking about they went to la and and recorded a a music video for um whatever the hell it was i forget the song. anyway so that's out there so while they were out there they, they made some contacts and they i mean they did get offers at that time and uh I don't know. It wasn't like a record deal or nothing, but it's just like, Hey, come on, get on the circuit, get you back down here. But you know, North Dakota bands, it's like just dead zone, dead zone. (laughs) I mean, you got, you got Minneapolis and stuff over there. I got to go to either Minneapolis or Billings, Bozeman, that's as close as it gets. And then to get to the major markets, that's across the entire country. So, you know, you got to be really making plans and get it together
2: well the lone boners were named like the then weren't you associated with the state of north dakota or the awesome. area territory of montana north watch dakota,
0: this north dakota? watch this okay we got it, we got it bumped up you see that <laughs> it's yeah a exactly. it's a european magazine so we got the boners in north dakota and then we got against me down here we got You're dick right. kennedy's cobra skulls like all these major major bands and isn't it super cool Ramones. to have a band
2: you were in on the same just
0: an, it's like, insane band with them i don't even know how they found it i mean <laughs> well, i
2: mean they had to find somebody from the dakota slash montana right
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely with minimal social media presence like yeah. as little as it gets i don't even think we had our shit on spotify at the time so it was just our band camp you well,
2: know, I, I 3 Done Got Lost is still one of my favorite records.
0: Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. It, it plays at
2: hockey games that I do all the time. Uh I think in Minneapolis yeah, you'll hear it.
0: That's killer. I think I think really all they wanted to do is in the write up say there's a band called the Lone o- Boners the Lone from Boners. Dickinson, North Great Dakota. Name. Like, that's why <laughs> you're Lone Boners that. from Dickinson. They're just yeah. like I got to I got to make it's like on a silver platter for me right here. I got to write this up. So, right. All right, we'll take the the freebie there that was pretty cool
1: i can't believe there's not like a huge punk scene in there.
0: yeah i mean Just a lot weird. of the bands are either metal or punk, metal. punk yeah that's what if I they're doing originals because you know to do the the pop stuff it, i mean all it is really anymore is a bunch of synths and samples and Cover stuff like that so of, you, you know, yeah you're actually going to play a guitar and some yeah some play some guitar and some drums it's going to be a rock band of some sort yeah so there are a bunch and there are good ones not saying there aren't but there's no scene there's nowhere to play it except for bars is the problem no one's got the money to set up a venue so
2: shit that was a problem 20 30 years basically the entire history of punk has had a problem finding a place to play yeah
0: yeah Um, you you got to have some guy willing to just lose money and not make it because or
2: destroy a church (laughs) (laughs) destroy a track basement
0: (laughs) yeah that's pretty much it so it's it's tough to get it going but it is cool it's It's cool
2: that you're actually making money now yeah profit as a band i I mean i've run a business Mm. and been able to turn a profit like like they say it's really easy to run a business at you know uh, a loss but running one at a a profit is really hard and so right it takes a long well, the, time to figure out how to do
0: that the best part about it is i can write off my gear now because i actually make income when right. i gotta do my taxes so they're gonna make me claim that shit do you I'm are gonna you incorporated
2: now as a band is like how does that work
0: no um but uh you know we the wife's got a business and we oh, okay. have an accountant now so wow i'm an adult i'm an adult you know holy
2: cow i'm still <laughs> doing my taxes on credit karma for christ's sake
0: <laughs> yeah honestly it's not great he doesn't do what <laughs> we want him to do but whatever
2: <laughs> i i Just said kidding. i'm gonna write off my uh courtside links tickets for uh at the marketing expense yeah you for should talk or play by play but that's the thing Absolutely. And then we have to incorporate and we don't have any any revenue <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really make any sense to incorporate where's the patreon have yeah we're a non-profit
3: llc man well yeah, yeah that was the idea literally. was to
2: start this up as like a means to educate uh students on how to do f- play-by-play and that way you could actually use the uh clips from the game the names of the players what's happening live uh without getting a cease and desist letter from the league yeah. um and that was really the only way around it unless mike wanted to take major league baseball to the supreme court which is what i wanted to do yeah. um, <laughs>
1: exactly what a public defender should do (laughs) (laughs) everybody's got to have their moment mike that's right my fucking wheelhouse
2: right well we started an argument i thought we had a pretty good one too like we were doing something that was you know entirely new based on uh material that was available to us like that's just creating art from existing materials so as long as it's something different and a court believes it to be something different you can get away with it but
3: but at the first... end of the fucking day we had to i don't care how shitty we are we had to have sounded better than fucking dick and Bird. Like, oh, there those were guys are...
2: i could not watch the game anymore because of how bad that commentary was, and that—that's the thing it's like I'm so glad I didn't wear my fuck Dick and bird hat yesterday because I did run into Bert Blalock.
3: <laughs> you shut up! It would have been epic.
2: It was too damn cold. It was negative ten. It felt like negative ten out yesterday. I should have had him auto that shit. That'd have been yeah, fucking I actually thought about bringing it because I thought I might run into him, but I—I I swear to God, he's gonna see the logo and he'll be like, "I'm not signing this. What are you nuts?" <laughs> How'd you guys like the TikTok I made with the uh, the accordion music, the goddamn waltz? Uh, the Dutch music was pretty sick, right? It was right? good. Yeah. It, it was good. I thought it was funny. If only we had some, like, uh, an emoji of wooden shoes, that would have been perfect. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm sure you can find that shit, man. I don't know
2: anybody who's spoken more about wooden shoes on a baseball podcast than Bert Blylove, and he definitely holds the, the mantle there.
3: Oh, well, God. and to have two guys a guy that played for your team and not to fucking root for him. He sucks off more fucking other players on other teams than he does about our team. Like it's just, it's miserable to listen to the guy's an idiot, but just
2: needs a, the whole game needs a youthful injection of like the, the Chicago's got it right with the guy, the broadcast team they have. And those are made, guys
3: are awesome.
2: Right. And they actually use like OPS instead of batting average and they'll put it up on the screen because it's, you know, batting average don't mean yeah. anything anymore
0: about uh, to, uh the braves are putting out a contest for their their fans i They're like that idea in. too yeah actually, run I think out. they did
2: that in hockey i want to say the flyers did that recently open it what's up what's the to, contest the fan, sub- fan submissions fan auditions for uh trying to get in an address announcing
0: yeah. oh sweet yeah yeah i think it's a good idea
2: i mean i i've seen tiktok videos of kids who are actually really good at it and are probably better than the people who are doing it now but you know once you get in that position you're there for 30 years until you know until you really make a bad mistake of leaving the mic on and saying a racial or gay slur you know and and it's a lot harder to a public address announcer than it is as a as a uh, play-by-play announcer
3: so like in in football though is it all a computer voice because everybody inside of every stadium sounds exactly the fucking same the no. public address announcer, like they all sound. I think it's that.
2: just ultimate flattery. Everybody's trying to mimic somebody else. Okay. So like I, I try and mimic a few people. Um, I mean my hockey goal call is based on the Wild hockey PA announcer, and then obviously I take a lot from Justin Roberts from All Elite Wrestling, um, and then the, uh, the guy who does, UFC, um, buffer. The other buffer. <laughs> uh, I try to emulate his energy because I don't think anybody is more excited about what he does than that guy. And I think he just has to because of Bruce. Like Bruce is so big that he has to do something to even compare to how big his brother is. 230
3: level. And he gets paid a little bit.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's doing just fine.
3: Um, So I, I, I did something which I found was crazy that they didn't change the lines yet win total over and under over under for the Minnesota Twins 78 and a half. That's it.
0: That's yeah.
3: It. Oh, shit. Mike Scott has said 130 wins, so I I'm, I'm taking the over for sure. <laughs> no, I Wow. So that's what I did. I put a 100 on it that they're yeah. going to win the division and go over Oh that. yeah. I like those bets. It has went up now um to 84 and a half. It's all which, the way up to 84 and a half now. Yeah. Huh? That still but, seems un- – I thought with the uh, move to get Correa,
1: that pushed us up to, like, 87, 88. But
2: and then Pablo has got to be close to 90, I'd imagine.
1: But what I they was- had four or five wins, but
2: – They're just assuming that Byron Buxton is not going to play an entire season, and he's the majority of our wins above replacement. <clears> so that's pretty good. Yeah,
3: yeah. even with those signings, we're still projected to finish third in the Central, which Jesus. I thought was weird too. Behind
2: Chicago and Cleveland?
3: Yep. Cleveland's favored to win it on my no, place where I go. They're going to
2: lose Clevenger for the entire year. I agree. <laughs> or Chicago no, I, is, I mean.
3: I could say Cleveland being
1: up to have the White Sox, though. What the hell have they done this offseason to make them... I guess they
0: got well, rid they, of the
1: manager. manager.
2: Yeah. yeah. That could do it. That could be <laughs> enough.
0: That they were pretty hyped it. up last year, and it didn't they really, really pan out for them, but I think they you got, know, they got a ton of young studs.
2: They do. And the guy, that guy, Tim Anderson, who won me that bet against you
0: yeah i still gotta pay that out
2: (laughs) he's the only guy in the last four seasons that hit over 300 yeah it's insane what'd you say he was gonna hit culver
0: 250 no (laughs) come on now just not 300 they gotta bring that mendoza line down that is not the line anymore nobody does that you can get by
2: hitting like 175 and stick around in the papers if you're hitting three homers a year
0: well yeah shit
3: arise won the batting title at what 314 yeah 318
2: I think 318 yeah it was the eighth best uh all-time batting average amongst the twins which is right. I mean
3: that's crazy like to think yeah.
2: yeah well that's the nature of the game now all right, Not boys. all right we only got about a couple seconds left so I gotta do my closing uh it was nice to see your face Tyler Culver and uh it's always thanks nice for to having see me Bradley on boys. Michael uh see you next time on Minnesota Foul Play by Play we'll be talking about our Fantasy Baseball League bye bye